Hey guys, welcome along. I'm Alan Williams and this is the Alan Williams Podcast. Hey guys, I hope you are great. I hope you're having a great day, a great week. The sun is shining in Sligo as I'm recording this today, which is very welcome. It seems to make life a lot easier. It gives everybody a massive lift. So I hope it is shining wherever you are too. Today is episode two of the podcast. In episode one, I had a quick look at my background, who I am, where I'm from, what I do. Probably my thought processes came through in that quite a bit as well. And the feedback to it was really good, which I'm absolutely delighted with. But the one thing I would say with the podcast, guys, is just make sure you're learning something from it as well. Because it's lovely to sit back and enjoy a podcast. But if you can ultimately take something from it and apply it to your own life in a way that's going to move you forward or be beneficial to you, then you're going to get a lot more out of the podcast. So keep that in mind as well. We can all learn from each other. Today, the podcast is going to go in a little bit of a different direction. I want to talk a little bit about mindset today, because mindset to me ultimately is the key factor in almost everything. Whatever it is you want to do, if there's something you want to achieve or you want to move yourself forward in some way, ultimately your perceptions and the way you think about it will probably determine your outcomes to a large extent. I kind of always think about, look at positive people, people that go out into the world with a can-do attitude, they try to help people, they look for opportunities, they make people feel good about themselves and they put good vibes out there and they get that back and those people tend to be quite successful in life they tend to enjoy their lives and they tend to you know they tend to have a a more a more positive outlook and you kind of look at that person you think well they're always in good form they're always happy why is that and you know what ultimately it's the way they look at their circumstances let's contrast that with somebody who is quite a negative person who spends quite a lot of time gossiping bitching about people moaning and always that attitude of well Why do good things never happen to me? My life is always bad and there's always an excuse for everything or it's always somebody else's fault or why can I never get the job I want or why does it always rain when I'm on my day off and you know there's never never a positive thing to say about anything. Everything is kind of from that negative mindset and it makes a huge huge difference in the quality of our lives and in how we want to live our lives and what we're going to get out of our lives. So have a think about your thought processes a little bit today. I'm going to have a little bit more of a kind of an in-depth look into it. But one thing I would stress to you as well, I'm thinking, yes, it's great having a positive outlook on it, but that doesn't mean you have to be super pumped, super positive all the time, because that's not realistic either. There are going to be days when there's negative emotions, when you feel sad, when you feel angry, when you feel like things are going against you, and it's important to just feel those emotions as well. But it's also important not to let them take over and not to let them shape your overall mindset, because managing your mind will manage your life. If you can manage your mind and be in that positive frame and catch yourself when negativity is taken over and reframe it. An example I use quite a bit is people who are working towards a fitness goal. If you ask better questions, you get better answers. Your subconscious is clever. It's going to give you answers. So a lot of the time, if you say to your subconscious, well, why am I so fat? Why am I so ugly? Why have I no friends? Why have I this? Why have I that? Negative frame of mind. Your subconscious is going to give you answers. That's what it's there for. And it's going to tell you things that are not very nice to hear. If we ask a better question, we get a better answer. If we say, well, what could I do to be in better shape, to improve my health? Then your subconscious is going to tell you, well, you could stick to your food plan that your coach gave you, or you could drink two liters of water a day, or you could just exercise even for 30 minutes a day. And because we're asking better questions, we're getting better answers and we're framing a more positive mindset. So I hope that makes sense. The next thing I want to say is it is hard and nobody ever has it all sorted. You look at people who are speaking on stage and you think, well, that guy or that girl, they're an expert. Their life is perfect. Look how well they're speaking. They have it all sussed. 
Nobody has it all sus, guys. None of us have our lives perfectly aligned and living it just as we want. That's me, that's Tony Robbins, that's everybody. Nobody has it sussed. We're all just muddling by doing the best we can. I would say on a practical level, I probably have things together quite well. But on a human level, I'm the same as you. I'm going to face challenges. I'm going to face obstacles. I'm going to have good days and bad days. But it's ultimately how you respond to those good days and bad days that are going to either move you forward or keep you where you are or even drag you back. So that's just something to get your head around, just knowing that we are all the same. We all do face the same problems in life. We all face the same challenges, but we can still move ourselves forward by not letting them drag us down and by how we look at them and by how we reframe things in our own heads. And one of the things I come across quite a lot is this topic of motivation. And it's something I speak about a lot because I've seen it an awful lot in the fitness industry. People will say, well, you know, I was doing great for a little while, but now I'm not doing so well and I haven't trained in six months. And the reason I don't train is because I'm not motivated. I don't feel like I'm motivated at the minute and I don't want to do it. And my response to that is always, well, do you know what? Join the other 7 billion of us. You're not exclusive in that regard. And what I mean by that is if you're relying on motivation, that's when you're in trouble because motivation is a temporary emotion and you need to know that. It's not going to be there probably more often than it is there. And this is in every aspect of our lives again. It's not just in fitness. If we want to build a business, if we want to build great relationships, if we want to improve our finances, we can't just do it when we're motivated, when we feel like doing it. Because we're never going to move forward. If you're only doing it on those days, we're not going to make progress. Let's look at the gym example. All the time people will say to me, Alan, you're so motivated. How are you in the gym every day of the week? And you know what? I am in the gym every day of the week, but I'm not motivated to be in the gym every day of the week. That's an important distinction. I'm in the gym every day of the week, but I'm not motivated to be in the gym every day of the week. What do I mean by that? We have got to find a way of staying productive in the absence of motivation. We've already established that motivation is a temporary emotion. So how are we going to make progress when we're not motivated? We're going to make it habit. We're going to make it part of our everyday lives. And then it's non-negotiable. It's something we do. It's something we don't think about. It's something we don't look at as optional. To me, my everyday training is the same as brushing my teeth in the morning. It's something I do every day without thinking. No is not optional. No is not an answer that I'd even consider. It's just something I do. When you get into that frame of mind, you start making progress forward because I'm there even though I'm not motivated, but I'm still making progress. I mightn't be doing as much as when I'm super pumped, but I'm still remaining productive. I'm getting a little bit done. I'm taking over. And then there will be days when you're super motivated. There'll be days when you're bouncing off the walls and you feel great and you're on top of the world and you get so much done. And those days are beautiful when they come. We all love them. I'm not anti-motivation by any means, but what I am is realistic and I'm saying to you that those days are not going to come along that often and no matter what level of training you're you're at be a complete beginner be it somebody who has been training for five years be it an elite athlete we all have those days so if somebody is telling you you know well that's not true I'm motivated to train every day of the week I'm going to show you a liar because nobody is super motivated to train 365 days a year absolutely nobody but it's about remaining productive so it's about doing it in the absence of motivation. So here's the key question, guys. What are the non-negotiables for you that have to happen to bring about the result that you want? What are the non-negotiables for you that have to happen to bring about the result that you want? So we ultimately reverse engineer this. We think, what is the goal? What am I working towards? There's the goal. And then we reverse engineer it. We map out the steps that are going to bring us to that goal. Let's use weight loss as an example. Our goal is to lose 10 pounds by the 15th of May. There's our goal, okay? What are the non-negotiables that are going to have to happen? Maybe you're going to have to 
train three or four times a week. Maybe you are going to have to drink two litres of water a day. Maybe you're going to have to eat a little bit healthier. Maybe you're going to have to reduce your sugar. Maybe some of those are the things you have to look at. Your non-negotiables. They're going to be different for everybody. I'm only throwing out examples. They're going to be different for everybody because we've all got different issues. We've all got different things we've got to face. But if we can map out those non-negotiables and even find four or five that we will stick to that are realistic for us, then we're going to make progress. So there's a couple of things just to recap. Motivation, first of all, won't be there all the time. So don't rely on it. Number two, what are the non-negotiables? What are the things that are going to have to happen that are going to keep us moving forward in the absence of motivation? So remember that motivation won't always be there, but what are the things we're going to do to keep moving forward? And again, coming back to our beginners, especially what happens at the beginning is they say, I'm not motivated to train. What I say is let's do some things are non-negotiables for two weeks and see what happens, because then there's a cycle that comes around. We do the work, we commit to doing the work, even when it's hard. And then we bring about results and with results comes motivation then you want more then we become consistent because it becomes every day so the cycle is actually rather than starting with motivation the cycle is doing the work bringing results then we get motivation then consistency comes in and when we get consistency it becomes part of our everyday life and we get long-term change so i hope that's making sense to you guys because it can be it can be difficult to explain probably over a podcast rather than a one-to-one but hopefully it is coming across and, and and resonating with people so that was just something I wanted to touch on, touch on briefly the, the motivation thing, because it is an important one. The next thing I want to say is you've got to be looking at what, what, what am I going to do when the motivation wears off? Because when I do seminars and I do workshops, people are leaving that room and they're super pumped. They're super motivated and they're ready to go out and change the world and they're feeling great. And that's lovely. And I'm delighted that you're super motivated. But what I'm more concerned about what are you going to be like on Thursday when you couldn't be fucked? That's what I want to know about. When you couldn't be arsed doing it, what are you going to be like on Thursday? You're super motivated now, but what are you going to be like when you're not motivated? How are you going to respond to it? Are you going to say, well, I couldn't be bothered today, so I'm going to give myself the easy way out. I don't feel like it. I couldn't be, I couldn't bothered. I'm not going to do it. Or are you going to say, this is what he was talking about. This is the day when I'm not motivated, so I'm going to do a little bit anyway, and I'm going to stick to my habits, and I'm going to stick to my non-negotiables, and I'm going to make it happen. Because if you make it happen on the days that you don't feel like it, then you're going to make it happen long term and you're going to bring about the change that you want. The next thing is that we've got to be willing to get uncomfortable. When we are growing even a social media following, we're growing a business, we're trying to get in better shape, whatever we want to do, we've got to be willing to get uncomfortable because you can only grow when you're outside of your comfort zone. If you're in a nice routine every day of the week and it's easy for you and we do the same things over and over and over, there's no growth. It's a nice place to be. It's an easy place to live, but there's no growth. Nothing ever grows there. So keep that in mind as well. When we're in the gym, if I say to you, what I want you to do is bicep curls. For the next six months, I want you to lift three sets of 10 at this weight and do it for six months. Initially, you're going to see a change because there's a new stimulus on the body and you're not used to doing it. But that stimulus is going to need to kind of be... I suppose we're going to have to vary it as we go because what's going to happen is your body is going to adapt and it's going to get used to doing the same thing over and over and over and it's going to go, well, this is quite easy. And again, we're slipping into a comfort zone. When we put a different stimulus on the body and we challenge it in a different way, the muscle now, maybe there's a heavier weight on it. It's breaking down that muscle. It's going to have to recover and then it's going to grow 
rather than the same way over and over and over where it's easy. And our lives are the same. If we're doing the same thing over and over, we're in that comfort zone, it's very easy. When we put a different stimulus on the body, we challenge ourselves, we do something different, we learn a different language, we set up a new business, maybe we try and develop a business on the side, we develop new relationships, we go networking. That's something I find really difficult. I'm a business person, but one of the things I find really difficult is networking because as I explained in the last podcast, I'm very introverted. So put me into a room of strangers and say, here, Alan, go and network with those people. I find that really difficult. But it's an environment I put myself in because I know I'm going to grow and I know it's going to move me forward. I'm going to make contacts that are useful for me. I'm going to talk to people who have done things that I want to do, people that can bring me benefit, people that I can help and people that can help me. So the more we put ourselves out there, the more we're prepared to get uncomfortable and keep getting uncomfortable, the more progress we're going to make. And no matter what level you're at, it still applies because there's always a next level. And to get to the next level, you're going to have to get uncomfortable all over again. But you know what, guys? The more you do it, the more okay you get with it. The more you get okay with getting uncomfortable and the more progress you're going to make in your life. So again, I hope that is resonating with people. I hope it's making sense. I'm just running through a few little concepts today that I feel are important. The next one, and I've touched on it briefly already, is consistency. Keep showing up. Keep showing up no matter how difficult it is, no matter how much you think I'm not moving forward, no matter how hard it feels. Keep moving forward. Keep showing up every day, day in, day out. And if you keep doing that, I guarantee you, you will get to where you want to be. Look at people who are growing a social media following. They find it difficult at the beginning. And it's something I see in business all the time. People will start posting initially because they're told, well, you know, your business should be on social media. You should be doing this amount of posts a day. You should be engaging with people. And they know they should be doing it because that's the way the world is moving. And if you're not doing it today, you're getting left behind. That's the reality of it. But what happens is people start posting for a week, maybe two weeks, and they're not seeing a result from it. And they say, do you know what? This doesn't work. I'm going to go back to what I've always done, which was advertising on radio or in papers. And why did they go back to it? Because that's what they're comfortable with. That's their comfort zone. The social media thing is new to them. It's difficult. It involves a learning process. It involves probably putting yourself out there a little bit more. Maybe there's a little bit of feelings of embarrassment if you're feeling you're not getting getting engagement. And that's why people stop posting. But look at it from a bigger point of view. Why are you not getting engagement? A lot of the time you're getting engagement. You're not getting engagement, sorry, because you've got 157 followers. You know, you haven't got enough people there to actually generate the engagement. And the only way you're going to generate a bigger following is to keep putting content out there every day of the week and keep bringing value to people and keep putting stuff out there that they're going to learn from and they're going to thank you for. And then they're going to start sharing stuff and then your following is going to take off and people are going to start getting value from you and you're going to start getting value from them. But it's not going to happen overnight. People always think, you know, overnight success. Look at him, look at her. Overnight success. Look at the following they've got. They've appeared from nowhere. Chances are, guys, that person has been putting in the work day out, day in, day out for the last 17 years. You know, it's 17 years to an overnight success is what I always say. It's not something that has happened. People only see the tip of the iceberg. They see the success. They don't see the amount of work, the amount of personal development, the amount of time spent that has gone in behind that. So ultimately, you've got to be okay with that. You've got to realize that it is about showing up every single day. And, you know, I kind of, I think we live in a funny world nowadays, I have to say. I think you see life coaches at 21 giving out their super expert tips and how they've developed the perfect life for themselves. Are they really in a position to give you expert life tips at 21? Who am I to say? Well... Maybe when they're 22, who knows? But look, it's it's something we have to be we have to be familiar with. It does take time. There's no overnight success. And sometimes people will say to me in the business, new people starting out, I want to be where you are. Tell me what I have to do. And I'll say, okay, well, you have to put in 13 years work. And straight away, they drop and they go, well, no, but like to do what you do now, what do you have to do? You have to do 13 years work. That's what I've done. 
You know, it's not it's not that I've turned up overnight and started speaking on stages. Nobody does that. You have to develop the work. You have to develop your own knowledge. I study every single day of the week. I meet clients. I talk to clients. I learn from every client I work with. They just don't learn from me. I learn from them as well. So it does take time. It takes experience. It takes putting a groundwork in place, not just turning up and expecting miracles. And that's relevant, guys, for every every aspect of your life. As I said, right back from fitness to building a business to building social media followings, whatever it is that you want to do. So just kind of keep that in mind a little bit as well keep showing up keep doing the work building a body is the same you know you have to keep showing up if you're in the gym once a month it ain't going to do an awful lot for you if you're in the gym once a week it's a little bit better but it's still not going to solve the problem if they're in the gym three times a week you're definitely on the right track if you're in the gym five times a week and you're showing up you're showing up you're showing up you're going to start seeing results from there so keep that in mind everything comes back to showing up doing the work keep on doing next thing i want to say guys filter your feedback this is an important one as well. Filter your feedback because when I spoke earlier about our positive and our negative mindset, the people you hang around with, the five people you hang around with the most, you become the average of those five people. So keep that in mind. The five people you hang around with the most, you become the average of those five people. So are you having positive influences in your life or are you having negativity dragging you down every day? And no matter how much you think you're bulletproof to that, it does affect you. It does drag you down if you're hearing negativity all the time and people telling you, you can't do this, you can't do that. You know, if you've got a support network around you who are saying, you know what, you can do it, you're capable of doing it, it's going to take work, but you can definitely do it and I believe in you and I know you can do it. And, you know, maybe it's not always saying the nice thing, it's not always saying what you want to hear, but it's giving you honest, constructive feedback from people who are in a position to give you that feedback. That's the important thing. Listen to the right people. What do I mean by that? If we're looking to build a business, I'm going to listen to people who have done it before me. I'm going to listen to people who have shown that they know what they're talking about, that they've been through what I've been through. Same in fitness. Have they done it before you? Are they people who train? Do you know what? There's a lot of people out there now with quick qualifications in personal training. There's people who don't even train. There's people who, you know, okay, they, maybe it's harsh to say they don't train, but they certainly don't do as much as they should be. And they're trying to give advice and telling you that you should do this. There's people out there binging and smoking, binge drinking, sorry, and smoking. And they're telling you, well, you shouldn't do it, which is hypocritical. They're not people to take advice from. People to take advice from are people that you look up to, that you respect, that have done it before you, that you know have done the work and are not looking for shortcuts. Let's think again about your support network. We encounter every day of the week people in our lives who tell you, you know, this is how it should be done. This is what I think you should do. Why are you taking advice from those people, guys? Are they people who have proven that they know what they're talking about? Are they people who are bringing you value? Because I, I, I've i learned to filter them out, again, largely, I suppose, from my own point of view. And again, it's probably in business and in fitness more than anything. When people say to me, oh, do you know what you should do? I'll say, yep, sure do. Yep, I sure do. And I'll cut it off. Okay, look, maybe I won't be that abrupt. But that is my approach to it. Because if there are people who haven't done it, why are they telling you what you should do? If you're somebody who's further on than them and you're actually doing more than them, why are you listening to somebody telling you what you should do? Does that make sense? And it's the same again in terms of training. You will hear people saying, you know, CrossFit is great and it's much better than that. Or, you know, Zumba is great and it's much better than boxing and running is much better than lifting weights. That's all a very individual thing. And it's not coming from a place of looking at what you need because what you enjoy is what you're going to stick with long term. And what you actually find works for you is the best thing. The best thing is what works for you, not what works for somebody else. So this this may be people who are training. It may be people who, you know, enjoy their training and who are doing okay. 
but again, it might necessarily be what's best for you. So keep that in mind. Who are you taking advice from? Is it useful advice? And is it what's best for you? Because maybe you're making perfect progress doing what you're doing. So why change? Why change over to something else that's not going to move you forward if you're currently making progress as you are? So be aware of who you're taking advice from as well. And that's, I suppose, a few things I wanted to just chat about today. Um, I've got through most of it at this stage, I think. The other thing I want to just chat briefly about before I finish is what your version of success is. Success is very different to different people and it's a buzzword at the moment, successful people, success this, success that, but it's an individual thing as far as I'm concerned because there's nothing wrong with having the big houses and the flash cars, driving a Bentley, lovely happy days, but is it ultimately going to fulfil you? That's my definition of success. Am I fulfilled? Am I happy? It's not always about external stuff, it's about internal stuff. Happiness is an inside job and don't rely on somebody else for your happiness. Success means different things to different people. For some people, it is having the big bank balance. It is having, you know, the big profile and people looking up to you and, and all that sort of stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But for the person who, you know, looks at success as, I've reared a good family and I have my little job that I enjoy going to every day and I go home in the evening and I chill out and I don't want huge amounts of money in the bank. I just want enough to be happy and to get by. That's success as well. That's success to that person. So everybody's version of success is different. But figure out what success is for you as an individual. And this is something I work on a lot in workshops. I don't particularly view workshops as something to get people super motivated for. If they're motivated from it, great. But what I ultimately look for is clarity. That I'm giving them clarity and I'm giving them reassurance. And I'm giving them a sense of where they're going, a sense of direction. What it is that means, means success to me. We hear so much about hustle. We hear so much about you have to be out there working 80 hour weeks. You don't. You really don't. I work hard, I work damn hard, but my priority first and, foremost, first and foremost is my health and it's having good relationships with other people and it's bringing benefit to people and it's helping others. And if I'm doing that, that to me is success. If I have time to go and live the life I want to live, I'm helping people through my work, but I'm also having time to spend with my family. I'm also having time to train every day. That to me is success. If I was in a situation where I had a huge bank balance, and I was doing things, I suppose, working around the clock, but never having time to look after myself and my health was suffering and I wasn't feeling fulfilled from it because you can make a lot of money by doing something you don't even enjoy. To me, it's more important to enjoy it. You know, I wouldn't be fulfilled from that. I could have the biggest bank balance in the world, but I wouldn't be fulfilled. And therefore, if I'm not fulfilled, I don't think I'm successful. So success is different things to different people. So it's important to be clear on that. Figure out what is success to you and then go after that. So I think that's probably enough for today, guys. A little bit of mindset stuff I just wanted to work through. Um, I hope it is beneficial to you. If you have enjoyed the podcast, I would love it if you wanted to share it. Um, maybe just grab a little screenshot, stick it on your Instagram stories, tag me, I'll reshare them, all the rest. And that's it for today. I hope that is useful to you guys and we will talk again next week.